0: I'm John Carter in Moscow, now in Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. I'm John Carter in Petra, reporting from India. In Colombia. I'm John Carter.
1: Today on The Carter Report, John Carter brings us a report from Putin's new Russia. John Carter with the KGB.
0: Welcome back to this first-hand report from Mr. Putin's new Russia. Just come back from Russia. And we have seen some amazing things. This was my 49th visit to the lands of the old Soviet Union. And I have seen there the mighty power of God. I want to reminisce a little bit and tell you some of the great things we've seen over the years. I want to talk to you and tell you about the story of our meeting with the KGB. Now, these guys have got a new name today, but it's still the same organization. In 92... We are running this great campaign in the old city, the Russian city of Nizhny Novgorod, used to be called the city of Gorky. We had tremendous crowds of people coming. One night, <laughs> it's a bit hard to believe, this lady came to see me and she said, um, the KGB general would like to meet you. Oh, yeah. I told the church leaders, they thought it was funny. They said, only time the KGB wants to talk to us is to pull out our fingernails or something. But anyhow, this lady kept coming. She was a colonel in the KGB. And then she said, the KGB colonel, uh, general has, has been in the audience every night. Can we bring him around the back? I said, yeah, we'd be honored. So General Vladimir came round the back. He looked me in the eye and he said, Pastor Carter, I want to tell you something. I teach the people all the secrets about the KGB. We've got a training college here. Would you come to our training college would you talk to our officers? I said, yes, of course. He said, we may be the KGB. But then he put his hand here and he said, we still have souls. <laughs> he said, we still have souls. And so I was taken to the KGB headquarters in Novgorod. This gentleman is a colonel. This is General Fadima, who became my friend. And this gentleman over here is also or was a colonel in the KGB. They sent around two black cars and picked up our team, took us to the KGB headquarters, gave us a tremendous meal. At the end of the meal, General Vadimar got out some vodka. and He said, now, Pastor Carter, you're going to go and preach to my men? He said, we will have a toast in vodka. (laughs) I I, I said, I don't think so, General. He said, why not? I said, because of my religious convictions, I don't drink alcohol. He said, this is you're the strangest man I've ever met. We went in and there we met a thousand young officers of the KGB. I had no idea what I was going to say, but I started to preach from the Bible. I told them why I believed the Bible. Then I told them the story of salvation. I told them about Christ. Can you believe this? This is in the headquarters of the KGB. And then I felt the power of God come down upon me and I had an altar call, and when they came down the front, they crowded around me so much, they thought I would would be crushed to death. We baptised some of those people. When we were in Nizhny Novgorod just a few weeks ago, a message came from those same people. We are glad you are here, and we welcome you back. Can you believe this? We actually baptised some of those people down in the Volga River, members of the KGB. People say, can't believe it, my friend. According to your faith, be it unto you. Uh, I want to talk to you about the pastor in Dzinsk. That's the city next to Nizhny Novgorod. We were running this campaign in in Gorky, Nizhny Novgorod, thousands, tens of thousands of people coming every day, preaching every night. Uh, We saw the mighty power of God. And then this man here asked me to come over to his church. Uh, Well, he didn't have a church, not a church building. I said, I can't come, can't get away. Uh, I I hardly have time to sleep. But anyhow, he he begged and begged, and they hired the Palace of Sport over there in Dzinsk, which is named after Dzinsky, the founder of the KGB. When I went over there, they told the people I'd be coming. I could not even get into the street. The people were everywhere, thousands of people outside, inside. I went in, I preached my heart out. I said, I can't come back, but I can give you some videotapes that we recorded in the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles. This is true. This pastor was transferred after that campaign down to Kazan, which is the headquarters of the Muslims, a Muslim city. He had no money for a budget. There's no money for evangelism today in the church unless you raise it like me. And so this pastor went from door to door with with my videos, preaching Christ. And Ildar, the godfather, got a copy. This is true. And he looked at them. And he, by the grace of God, he was converted instantaneously. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He was converted instantaneously. He sold his big house that had been built upon drugs and he built a cathedral for God's church. I saw him only very, very recently. Ildar, Vasili, these men. Now, these are my friends. This is the ex-Godfather. This guy's okay. This guy came up from Crimea to see me. Our leader of the mafia, this man has just been baptised. How were they won? Through the preaching of the word of God. I want you folks to know that there's power in the name of Jesus. Uh, Then we had this tremendous baptism. This was in 92 when we started the work of God there. This is my old old friend uh, Danny Shelton who became my partner in evangelism. We went down to the Volga River. You know, the people who actually served as our deacons, who set up the tents, helped the people get dressed, the Russian army. (laughs) The officers of the Russian army. And there we had the largest baptism. I think up to that time in the history of Russia, thousands and thousands, including members of the KGB and Russian soldiers. Now, as the meetings carried on and we saw the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, we got a phone call from the governor of the province saying, Pastor Carter, I want you to come to the Kremlin in Nizhny Novgorod, and this is where I met this man who became my friend, who became the greatest advocate of freedom in modern times in Russia, Boris Nemtsov. Um, I explained to him democracy, the separation of church and state. He became one of the great leaders in the Russian parliament. Tragically, just a little while ago, he was gunned down outside the Kremlin in Moscow. This is his sister, Dr. Julia Ukana, whom I had the privilege of baptizing, a doctorate from Leningrad University, now the person in charge of 3ABN Russia, a great evangelist, a great preacher of the gospel of Jesus. My friend, how great is God? I'm asking you. We have seen the power of God. And we've had an influence that has reached even inside the walls of the Kremlin. Now, after we had this tremendous baptism, there was no place to take the new converts. But Danny Shelton was there. And God moved upon the heart of Danny Shelton. And we went to this place that looked like a bombed out uh, building from the days of the blitz in the second world war the communists were going to build a, a great cathedral dedicated to atheism for the communist youth but danny said we're going to buy the ruins we're going to buy the foundation there's nothing there people say it can't be done we had people come to us danny and i had people who, they came to us and they said you know it can't be done you can't get the money And if you get the money, and if you put the building up, it's going to fall down. And even if, if it doesn't fall down, nobody's going to come. This is now the 3ABN Russia building. It is the largest Protestant building in all of Russia. It was built because Danny Sheldon had faith in God. I'm telling you, with God, nothing shall be impossible. This is where we held the meetings just a couple of weeks ago. I was preaching in this place. It has a tremendous auditorium. It is now a television centre. We did a television programme there. Who could have believed this? A big television centre, the biggest centre of its kind in the whole of Russia, built by Adventist laypeople for the glory of God. Uh, Some time back, I was flying with Aeroflot over Siberia. They've got today the latest fleet, but in those days they had pretty old planes. I was, but this is one of their new planes, I was flying over Siberia and I believe Beverly was with me and the crew came out and they stood around me and they said, we heard you were on board. Can you believe this? 38,000 feet over Siberia. Who knows me? Nobody knows me. They said, we've been to your meetings We've seen what God has been doing for you and we're here to say Slava Bogu, praise God. And would you honor us by putting your name in our book that every plane has. Uh, I, I marveled what God had done. We've heard, they said, places where God took us, Moscow. Now, I've got to go through this pretty fast. Moscow in 1991, the first ever full-scale evangelistic campaign by a foreigner in the Soviet Union. This was when communism was still ruling. This is the audience in the Palace of Culture down the road from the Kremlin. People say it can't be done. Then the next year we went to Nizhny We were proud to go to the city of Sakharov. He was the father of the Soviet hydrogen bomb, I believe, and he was sent there as a dissident because he wouldn't kowtow to atheism and communism. We went to his city and we saw the power of God. We saw, I'm not, I, I don't say it any, any longer. I'm looking forward to seeing Pentecost. I have seen Pentecost. I have seen uh, the power of of God, I have seen him. We went to Dzinsk, <clears throat> After named after Dzinski. Uh, ran a campaign there with video. Saw hundreds of people saved. Went to St. Petersburg. And this, they say you couldn't hire a place like this. We hired it, and glory be to God, we filled it. Time after time after time for weeks. And so So many people saved. We went to Irkutsk in Siberia, preached in winter and preached in summer, preached in the storms, preached when the lightning was flashing, preached and preached Christ. And we saw hundreds and hundreds, thousands of souls come to Christ. Went to Volgograd that saw the greatest battle of the Second World War. They say, Two million people died fighting over Volgograd. Went to Kazan. They said to us, one place you can't go to is Kazan because it's a Muslim center. Other people said to me, you can't baptize Muslims. Well, tell that to Jesus. Tell that to Jesus. And in Kazan, (laughs) Ildar City, we saw... The power of God. We had a baptism in front of the mosque. In Ukraine, we went to Kiev. This great country of Ukraine. We went to Kiev. The meetings were so successful. 100,000 people couldn't get inside. 100,000 people say, no, that doesn't happen today. I've spoken to people in Australia, and of people in America who do not understand the things of the Spirit of God. Their vision is this big. It extends to the end of their own noses. You've met them. The people who say, no, people who are opposed to evangelism, the people who are opposed to the preaching of the Bible, the people who believe everything except what God says. But here, 100,000 people were turned away And look look at the crowd. We saw, baptised in the slightly radioactive cold waters of the Nipah River, 3,530 communists, atheists, unbelievers, baptised in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've seen uh, the power of God. In Ukraine, we went to we saw thousands come to Christ. We went to Kharkov and we saw thousands come to Christ. We went to Odessa down on the Black Sea. We saw thousands come to Christ. We went to Zaporizhia where <laughs> the Cossacks tried to run us out of town. We know what it is to see persecution, but we saw the power of god in ukraine why well it's simple <laughs> we didn't have special talents we just happened to be willing we were in the right place at the right time you know romans 8:28 it says romans chapter 8 verse 28 we know that all things work together for good to those who love god to those who are the called what does it say according to his purpose. God has got a purpose. The most important thing you and I can do is to be in the plan and the purpose of God and to put away our cowardice. Now, let me answer this question. How does a church pastor find money to pay for all of these campaigns? Because I had to find all the money. Well, Danny Sheldon has helped me. These campaigns have cost millions and millions and millions of dollars. You say, that's not a lot. You try raising it. I want to tell you something. There's no limit to his grace and his power. Now, this story here is not to get you folks to do the same, but if the Lord impresses you, that's good. A man told me with his own mouth, he sat down to write the cutter report, a check for a thousand. That's good. It's good. You know? Wrote down, pay the cutter report, one thousand. And a voice said to him, make it 10. (laughs) No, I'm not making this up, folks. He continued to write a thousand. No, I told you, make it 10. He said, I said a thousand. Voice said, make it 10. He said, okay, make it 10. Man said, here's the 10. (laughs) He said, I can take no credit. The Holy Spirit told me in a voice, make it 10. Whatever God tells you to do, he will supply the means and the money. And our problem is not lack of money. Our problem is lack of faith. I meet people all the time, even in the church, even in the ministry, oh, it can't be done. No, it's impossible. We don't talk like this. No, 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 we, you know, they they ought to be talking like that, shouldn't they? I mean, what's wrong with them? I say to people like that, make it 10. Make it 10. We ran this campaign in the city of Dzinsk, named after Dzynski, the founder of the KGB. They didn't have a church. There were no churches, Protestant churches in Dzinsk, But we had a great baptism. What are we going to do with these people? Well, there was a couple back in Australia. They heard about it. Laurie and Hazel Jones, some of the great saints of God from the land down under, they sent me the money that they got. By the grace of God, it was exactly enough to build this church. Now they got a church. My God will supply all your needs. I go to some churches and they say, oh, we couldn't have a television wall we couldn't have that you know why you don't have it because you don't have vision you don't belong to the mission you're living down in the lowlands you got no faith start to believe the bible believe in the god who believes in you the bible says my god will supply all your needs then we ran a campaign right next to the Volga auto plant it's one of the biggest buildings in the world but we had no church we baptized 1200 people no church but an old man here in los angeles by the name of charles he said we ought to build a church here it is getting built he said what do you need i said a hundred thousand when do you need it i need it now here it is yeah yes my folks my folks listen to this according to your faith be it unto you we've seen the power of god we're not a big ministry we just happen to do big things hmm. you see not a big ministry we just happen to do big things because we work for a big god You see now let me tell you about this 2017 there are new laws. The Putin government has brought about new laws. A foreigner like John Carter just can't go to Russia and preach. You've got to get missionary licenses. Some people said, well, you're not going to get them, of course. That's impossible. <laughs> but we got them. And after we started up the program, before we started, I had a big Russian flag put down the front. Big Russian flag. We put a Russian flag. Why don't you put an American one? Go to prison? you kidding? (laughs) Put a Russian flag. It was televised. And the people, uh, the whole series has been made into a television series and they took that section and they took it to the Kremlin for Putin to see. You see, we went there for a number of reasons and one was not to fall out with the government but to make friends. And we did moscow government sent us a message we'll take care of you we like you we had no persecution we had no resistance we had no opposition god gave us favor in the eyes of the people and the government what were the russians like to us they could not have been nicer or kinder or more generous don't confuse the russian people with the policies of the kremlin the new Russia. Well, the streets are full of imported cars, new buildings, new planes, new trains that whisk along at a hundred and twenty miles an hour. Look at some of these buildings. The newest fleet of aircraft in the world. Super trains. But I'm going to tell you folks something. Our biggest problem is not persecution. Prosperity is the enemy of the gospel. Great changes have taken place. In spite of difficulties, however, I spoke on Russian television every night. They say it's impossible. Well, no. In spite of difficulties, we saw souls saved and baptized. We saw the church strengthened. We saw the production of a new TV series to be distributed right across Russia. We were supported by the 3ABN Russia team, the American Carter Report team, Dr. John Hammond from Australia, the prayers of our church leaders around the world, are here. Elder Wilson prayed that God would fill us with the Holy Ghost and God did and this is the set. There's the Russian flag, Uh, Danny Sheldon and his wife, Beverly and me. I have so much to be thankful for. David shot the television commercials done differently to any other religious organisation which has brought out the biggest crowds uh, secular crowds in the history of Christianity. You say I don't believe it. Well you don't have to. It just happens to be true. We saw this is the three ABN crew, some of the Carter Report crew, my translator. Uh, I just love these people and I think they love us too. So what can I say? Here we see people coming forward. <laughs> My translator from Ziosky University, we now have a university in Russia. People say, no, you can't do those things. Hey, step out of the darkness, brother. Start to have faith in God. Put your money into the work of God, but put it basically into evangelism. I've gone there 49 times because I've seen the power of God. I know, listen to me, I want to tell you I, I know Jesus is alive. Mm-hmm. I know he's alive and I know that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. Amen, amen. and amen.
1: In this series, John Carter will provide the answers to life's most interesting questions.
0: Seven great signs of the apocalypse. If the dead are unconscious, who are the beings that pretend to be the dead? Is there such a person as the devil? What is the essence of Antichrist? What is the root cause of this deadly malaise? America was founded by people who were opposed to the union of church and state. But if there's a God who loves us, then the future is bright with promise.
1: For a gift of $100 US or 140 Australian, this 13 DVD series Prophecy Speaks will be yours. Call the number or visit our website In the series, This I Believe, Pastor Carter reveals the heart and soul of the Carter Report.
0: I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the 10 Commandments. I believe in the true gospel. I believe in the last days. I believe in the America that believes in God. I believe in heaven. I believe in evangelism. This I believe.
1: The seven DVD series, This I Believe, can be yours with a gift of $75 US or $105 Australian. Please write to us at the address on the screen or visit our website at carterreport.org. Pastor Carter and the Carter Report team recently returned from Russia. They brought back with them a special report on Putin's new Russia.
0: I've gone there 49 times because I've seen the power of God.
1: John Carter would like to offer you this free one-hour DVD, Report from Putin's New Russia.
0: That is why I believe uh, that the greatest gift is the gift of the apostle.
1: Write to the address on the screen, call or visit our website, and receive your free DVD report about Putin's new Russia.
0: I have seen Pentecost. I have seen uh, the power of God.
1: Get your free DVD report from Putin's new Russia and watch the amazing transforming power of the gospel of Christ.